this Survivor? What? Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I think this is Survivor. Dude, you must really like Survivor. Hello, everybody. This is the Survivor Buffs, Blind Sides, and Banter podcast. This is the podcast made by superfans with superfans for superfans. And I'm Buckles, your host. With me, I got Mac. Mac, how you doing, mate? Buckles, my man. How are you, mate? What another great week of Survivor. I'm saying it now. I'm, I don't care. I don't need to see the end of the season. This is the best Australian season ever and possibly worldwide. It just keeps getting better and better. I am in awe of how good it is. We've never seen episode after episode being this good. It's amazing. Oh, mate, mate, I am almost about to agree with you, but we've still got another non-alim to get through, mate. <laughs> this is true, but how bad could it be? The first one with the mutiny was all right. The, the Jerry swap over, that wasn't too bad. I'm sure they've got you know, better ideas than they've used in the past. So fingers crossed the non-alims don't destroy the season, but it's just all-round top-shelf season. And we've still got a couple weeks left. Anything can happen. Yeah. Two more weeks left if they keep it, keep it at three episodes a week. So we still got a bit of talking to do, mate. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of talking watching. to do. And there'll be plenty on this <laughs> podcast because we have a guest, Buckles. We do. We do have a guest. We have Shelly Gross. Shelly, what's been going on? Hello. Thank you for having me. Um it has been a massive week in Survivor. I sort of thought when you first asked me if I'd come on the podcast, uh, you know, around about this week, I thought, oh, there'll be less players, you know, it's not so much to get your head around, but, oh, my God, there's been so much happening. It is full on. So looking forward to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, we are very happy to have you, Shelley. Now, Shelley has been in orgs in the Survivor community for the last four years. She's done minis. She's hosted orgs. Truth is, she's got more experience than me and Mac do in the Survivor, <laughs> the Survivor Arena. And um, we're actually, I'm actually very proud. Shelly's been a part of my power rankings for the last three years. And have you won one yet, Shelly? No, I don't uh, think so. Uh, you're the I've only person that got a winner. You got a winner pick. You got a winner pick. Oh, you're I the only person out of it. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> Dino. Actually, Dino. Dino. We're doing actually all right with our winner, winner picks this season, aren't we? We're all... Yeah. Still uh, no, I'm out. Flick's no. gone and Nathan's oh, gone. Yes, Everyone yes. but me and Nathan. Yeah, right, right. The experts. <laughs> yeah, the experts. Exactly. Yeah. The experts. The experts. <laughs> um, anyway, um, let's um, let's get into it. So I don't know if you guys have heard, um, but we come into this week on a cruise ship. <laughs> and on this cruise ship, we have five people that are more than content with cruising. Then we have someone standing on the bow of the boat, screaming at the top of his lungs, I'm losing if we keep heading this way. <laughs> and then we have a player on the stern, and she's dropping messages in bottles off the back for the three people underneath hanging onto the barnacles, trying not to get knocked off. Shelley, does this sum up where we're at at the start of this week? And what are your thoughts on the season in general? Oh, I love the cruise ship reference. Um, and I think, to be honest, uh, being a barnacle on the bottom is probably not a bad place to be because it's pretty rocky aboard. Um, <laughs> Haley's message in the bottle was totally lost at sea, unfortunately. Um, and I think maybe George thinks that maybe it's a container ship rather than a passenger ship. He seems to think that 
keep everyone other, segregated? Well, the other people on the on the ship don't seem to have an opinion, um, as far as I'm concerned. But um, I think he'd be, yeah, he'd actually prefer if they were just cargo that didn't say anything. That's yeah. Where Perhaps I'm at. is it is it a dictatorship? Hey. Little, yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Well done. <laughs> um, I don't know. A little bit of Boston Rob vibes. Absolutely. <laughs> cut, cut anyone that's just even that little bit close to coming up against you. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it? Is could I say mateship? No, no, no. That's that's wrong. <laughs> what about friendship? There's a bit of friendship. Friendship. Oh, yeah, there is a bit nice. of friendship. Yeah, let's keep it nice. <laughs> anyway, um, mate, George won a challenge. What was this? George and Haley getting that KFC thing. Do you think George likes KFC, guys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I can't stand that my kids work at KFC and I don't think I'll ever touch it again. But um, you can see, yeah, the motivation was there clearly and uh, it helped having Haley as a coach during a reward challenge, wouldn't it? She's, uh, yeah, got the mindset to go. Definitely. Well, like you almost, you can almost see George is sort of playing this season up. He's not so much playing for the win. He's more playing for the promotion mm. and like thinking about his future almost. Yeah. And if he's not a KFC ambassador soon, <laughs> I'd be pretty shocked. <laughs> what do you think, Nathan? Oh, you I know mean, what I Mac. think? You know what's better than KFC? A quick recap with Mac, everyone's favourite segment. <laughs> we just skip past it. Sorry, let's just jump back and do that before we go too far. <laughs> Sorry, Mac. Sponsored by KFC. That's Sponsored right. by KFC. Well, that, that, that leads me to my first point. We go episode 16, Sunday night episode. We go straight straight into the reward challenge. Did someone say KFC? Yes, they did. <laughs> um, George and Haley outlast on the poll and take Jerry and Shawnee to the reward. Uh, Sean pitches a planned assignment to vote George and tells him about his idol. Uh, George tries <clears throat> to entrap Haley by telling telling her about his sixty thousand dollar win. Simon wins immunity and celebrates with Sean. George notices the celebrations and feeds Simon a dummy plan of a split on Sean and Nina. The vigilante six are voting Sam. Haley tells Nina the plan and says to plan play an idol for Sam. Nina finds an idol. At tribal, both Nina and Sean play their idols for themselves, and Sam goes home in a six to four vote against George. Episode 17, the Monday night episode. Shawnee and Liz discuss the need to, to get rid of George. Shawnee finds an idol. Simon wins immunity. The plan is a 3-3 three, 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 three split on Nina and Sean. Simon makes a deal to vote Sean and he will be spared. George changes the plan to Shawnee and in a 5-3-1 vote, Shawnee is sent home. And then we move on to episode 18, the Tuesday night episode. George tells us the Simon deal is off because they changed the vote to Shawnee. At the reward challenge, Simon wins an Azuzu D-Max. At reward, Haley tells Simon, Nina, and Matt about George's $60,000. At the immunity challenge, Nina wins for the first um, twine immunity. The plan is a 4-4 split on Sean and Simon. Simon tries to unite a five-strong vote on Matt. Sean is voted out in a 4-3-1. Haley flipped to vote Sean while George thinks it was Nina. And that is your Week in Survivor with a quick recap with Mac. Well, <laughs> thanks, Mac. That wasn't as quick as your usual quick recap, but uh, you still got all those points across. It's a big, huge week, Buckles. That's what I'm saying. There's so much happened. I couldn't get out any quicker. Those are the big talking points, and I'm sure we'll discuss all that in today's podcast. 
Mate, we will definitely discuss all that. And we might as well start, seeing that we already brought up the KFC. Um, Shawnee and Jerry, they were the right people to bring along. I'm assuming we can all agree on that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, as Shawnee said, she had a shiz alliance of Liz back at camp, keeping an eye on things. Um, so, yeah, definitely the right choice. Yeah, is, is Liz the person you want back at camp looking after things? I feel like maybe Jerry's like the perfect person for that because he's like the most loyal guy and he probably won't let anything go down. Um, I mean, they had Simon, but obviously he's not really with them. And then there's Matt, I guess, but, yeah, you know, it was a well, fine Matt, decision. Uh, Matt and Liz were sure. together. Yeah, yeah so, that's right. Yeah, so it's one of, one, of the, one of the two, I suppose. You've got to keep some of your allies happy. Yeah, there was no there was no repercussions, so we're going to say that George was right in this circumstance, which yeah. he seems to always be. Um, and it's always hard choosing when you're actually winning a challenge. I think it's hard to choose another couple, so or you know other people to bring along. And because they were second, came second, that's you know a bit of a cop out, but it's also you know easier when yeah. they're the ones that you want to come anyway. A nice little excuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excuse excuse is half the battle, right? Like, just being able to justify it. Um, but anyway, so while we're on this reward, we here for the... we Well, not for the first time, but George is worried about Simon. <laughs> and, uh, and then if we sort of look at this from a logic perspective, like Simon's position in the game is a very minimal chance of winning. Um, and George reads this really, really well. He also reads Simon's response to winning the challenge, jumping all over Sean. Don't we all just want to jump all over Sean? <laughs> and did you hear? Did you hear George uh, when he congratulated him? He said, oh, "I can't lift you" or something like that. And it's like, <laughs> oh, that's just—he just does these sly little digs, doesn't he, George? Yeah, he's funny <laughs> all the time in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so George is—we can—we can definitely agree, George is very much reading this game very well, and he has the perfect read on Simon. Even Simon wanting to be a part of that majority vote against Nina when they bring in up the 7, the 4-3, um, we can definitely see that this is good. And we, obviously we can see that George had this read even before the challenge, the immunity challenge started because he's there um, begging Macedonian Jesus, please don't let Simon win this challenge. Yeah, I mean... It- it's, you say George has a good read, and of course he does. But is Simon just being super obvious about his allegiances have changed? Like, they're on this reward, and then while they're there, Sean's like pitching this, this idea about um, they've got an idol, they can get George out. And as soon as Simon hears, we can get George out, he's, you know, his ears prick up, he's like a little kid in a candy shop. He's like, oh, I've wanted to do this my whole life, you know. And then, you know, he, he goes and gives Sean like a big hug, like jumps on him and, and like bear cuddles him. And you know, and then when they split in the vote, he's like, "Oh, I want to be on the primary target," sort of thing. It's like, well, it's it's not the most subtle gameplay, if you're, if you're asking me. Look, it's it's not the most subtle gameplay, but I definitely think George is reading this. George is the one that goes up to everyone else and says, "Simon is not with us." And mm. then the next episode, he's also the one that reads that Shawnee and Liz are a lot closer than he is with them, which. Like, he's, he's figured out over time. I'm not saying these reads happen in a second, like the Simon one, which is very obvious. But George is definitely reading everyone and keeping everyone at arm's length of each other very, very well because he's seeing how they respond to each other. It's it's awesome. 
I did watch on 10 play um, some unseen footage where after the um, Sam vote and they went back to camp and George said to Nina, you know, we didn't know you had an idol. Where did you find an idol? We all knew about Sean's. So, you know, is that Simon that's leaked that at some point before Tribal? I'm not sure. That's that's very interesting. Do you think, I mean, the first thing that came to my head there is, is George just making that up just to cause some waves, like to, to say there's like a mole that if Sean told anyone, it's gotten back to George? Or do you think, I, I mean, why would Simon tell George, really? Like, and Simon found yeah. out at the time where he was flipping, so it's not in his interest at all to tell anybody. And if Sean has kept that a secret for that 22 days or whatever he said, um, it's it's hard for me to think that Simon would be the one to blab because even Nina didn't know until that point either. Mm. And George has read the situation well as far as, you know, saying that Sean would always play the idol on himself. Um, and I, I tend to believe that as well. I mean, Sean from... You know, from my perspective, Sean is was the most hungry to go a long way in the game. Um, and so, you know, as, as Sean sort of said, it's better to play an idol um, and not get voted out or, you know, rather than play an idol and for get voted else. out. Yeah, yeah for yeah, someone exactly. else. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, and, you know, maybe, it, you know, I mean, in hindsight, it's always easy to look back, but... Because, you know, the fact that they lost two idols um, and still didn't get the play that they wanted, that Nina could have perhaps, or two things actually, Nina and Sean, from what I could see, when they both played their idols, they were looking straight at Jonathan and not at the tribe. I mean, you should be reading the tribe's reaction when you're playing the idol. But, um, and also... Um, that maybe Nina should have played the idol, her idol, for Sean, and then that then means that Sean takes that self-preservation and off the table, off yeah, the table. out of it, yeah, out yeah, of the equation, yeah. so that then you know it's it's on him to read the situation to whether Sam or Nina is the highest vote. I know that's a massive, you know, risk yes. for Nina. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she was the one that had the conversation with Hayley, so she should be able to read that situation a little bit stronger because I don't think Hayley spoke to the other two about it. The same yeah, definitely. Time. Well, anyway, let's let's get back to the actual move itself. So we've got Sean coming to Simon saying the vigilantes have to split 4-3, okay? And then if you tell us the four, I'll play the idol on, us, on them, on the person that has... Four votes, and we'll vote George out. This is where, as Max said, Simon's ears prick up. (laughs) Um, Now, first of all, this isn't the best move, okay? (laughs) Sean said this is the best move of the game. This isn't the best move. I can think of two different ways to make this move a whole lot better, and that is Simon continues to vote with the vigilantes, does tell them who to put it on, and Mm -hmm. chances are Simon's a mole, uh, is mole for next tribal. That gives them a fighting chance. Another option is Simon gets on the majority of votes, okay, like he tried. Um, yeah. And then the vote is four heroes and Simon, three, three. They vote out. No one needs to use an idol. Now, obviously, all this happens when Simon can act. Simon can't act. We know that. No. no. Okay. <laughs> what uh, is there anything other than his acting that Simon could have done to get either of these plans over the line? 
Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, it seems like anything Simon touches just falls apart. The man is just a walking disaster. Um, as much as I like him, I'm starting to like him because he's such this, like, like this Charlie Brown character, like we saw in 43 with Owen. Nothing's going his way. And and Simon's exactly mm. the same. Anything he gets involved in, just it's, it's just not working. And Nina said in her voting confessional, like, Every plan you try just fails, and I'm sick of failing with you, or something like that. I can't remember exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty close. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like it's just it just doesn't know what he's doing. He can't get. He has no social capital to work with. So, in terms of this plan being better, I'm not sure if it could have been better if Simon's involved in it. <laughs> that's that's fair. Could um, could they have brought this to Haley? Yeah, I think. I mean, Haley played it beautifully as far as. You know, as a win-win for her, because if they played the idols, that's, you know, that's good. And if they played them correctly, it, it didn't matter. And if they played them incorrectly, it didn't matter. So, you know, she was either getting rid of George or, um, one of the others, but it also, you know, even though she was at high risk because they kept looking at her during tribal and she seems to just have avoided the target that could have been put on her. So she's, she's played it beautifully. Yeah, it's hard to tell because during the tribal, it looked like everyone's looking at her. And then I swear at the oh. end of the tribal, Jerry like points at her. Yes. Like, oh, they, they must yep. know. They must know. But there's essentially no fallback out of this. No. No, I don't no. I understand she, why there's not. Well, look, she played it too perfectly. Like, Haley, 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 welcome her to our TV screens. This has been a big <laughs> week for Haley. And uh, and I'd love to get into it. Like, just Haley overall. Like, let's talk about Haley as the player. Um, trying to keep that conversation going with the former heroes, like making it known to Sam that she's open to play and that she understands George can beat her at the end. Then she sends this message in a bottle to Nina. Um, these, these are all good things, but if she hasn't continued this trust with Nina, like was Nina the right person to go to with this plan? Could Sam, who she just had the conversation with a little bit earlier have been the right person, or her firm, former ally, Sean. Yeah, I think that was a misread, perhaps, that Nina, because Nina tried to vote for Haley um, before swap, I think, wasn't it? Um, so, yeah, so there is that history there with with Nina. Um, leaving, leaving that mistrust to the point that they didn't even play the idol on set. You could easily think she's just working for the other team trying to misdirect you. And, like, it'd be hard not to think that when she's turned on you, she's voted with them, what, twice at this stage? And it's like, well, she's not with us. She probably knows or figures we might have an idol. Like, she wants us to play it wrong. It would be so hard to trust her. Maybe, like you said, Sam's the man to go to. He's, like, he's gone to her saying, look, you know, I'm an open book. I'm open door, sorry. Um, You know, I'm happy to work with you. Give me something. Maybe he would have taken it and run with it. It's very hard to say, but because once they're burned, like, how can you trust her? Like, she's, you would assume that she's trying to guarantee the vote goes her way rather than trying mm. to throw you a bone. So it, it's a tough yeah. situation. Look, yeah, well, it, Sean, it, Sean said he hadn't, she hadn't t- talked to him for three days. So, yeah, well, yeah, I think, you know, probably her, yeah, social games let her down there. No, I, I don't, I disagree. I don't think it's a social game. I just think it's how much of a dictatorship this vigilante fraction is. Okay, it's quite easy to tell if someone's talking to the other side. If you're seeing Simon having all these conversations with the other side, you're going to very quickly work out, just wait, he's thinking, just wait, he's flipping. 
instead of just sort of brisk conversations here and there when they can duck away. Haley might have only had the opportunity to talk to Nina. It might have been the only possible time she could do it, not in front of everyone, and for long enough that she could get a few words in. And it's obvious she didn't get enough words in because she wasn't able to get Nina's trust. I I feel like this is more failed due to the situation more than Haley's gameplay. We know Haley. Haley can play this game. Hmm. Yeah, I disagree. I, no, honestly, I think like there's 24 hours in a day. You can find a way to have a conversation with someone if if you really want to. You can make it happen without drawing any suspicion. Like George, we see George having conversations with with everyone, and no one cares. Like. You can't tell me that they can't just sit on the beach and chat and no one, everyone's going to think it's a straight chat all the time. Because it's not. I know you probably talk about everything while you're out there. I mean, I've never played the game, but I imagine there's plenty of downtime where you're not, down. you're not thinking game the whole time. You know, Haven't you seen then, Boston Rock? We... The buddy system, mate. The buddy system. <laughs> we do see that with George. He just pops up, doesn't he? People are in conversation and all of a sudden there's George right there looking at you with those eyes. <laughs> <laughs> It can't be everywhere, but set up a decoy conversation true. with someone else. I don't know. Yeah. And the hammock seems to be a long way from anywhere because they're always talking quite openly and loud when they're at the hammock. So it'd be good to see you know, an actual map of where they all are. I'm sure there's space that they can get away and chat. Yeah. Uh, sure. Well, let's get, let's continue on with the week with Haley. So now letting the Shawnee vote play out and playing a major role in the conversation with George. Um, I feel that was definitely a positive for Haley, And then, obviously, the big kicker at the end, her flipping a vote, mm. letting Nina cop the blame. Like, she is playing a very, very subtle game. Too subtle in the first instance, but it seems to have worked in this second instance at the end of the week. Yeah, she's really uh, starting to come to the fore this week. Like, you sort of forgot how good she was in her original season. And I'm, I know, we know she won, but you forget all the little stuff that she did to make these great moves. And she's really had a really good week here. She's she's done a lot. She's You can see her, like, undermining George. And especially right at the end of the week where um, they think Nina's flipped and George is like, I told you, Haley, my instincts in this game are right. And she's like, oh, you're so right, George. You know, you're the best player ever. Uh, and you can just see, yeah, like, she's <laughs> really getting in there. And I think that's oh, where... That's perfect. Yeah, maybe that's where the promotions at the start of the season, um, we touched on it with Eli a few weeks ago, maybe those promotions are starting to come into effect now, that king versus queen sort of thing. And I really think it's going to be a showdown, um, possibly next week. Yeah, it does look like it from uh, next week on Survivor. We're definitely seeing how the king and queen will go against each other. Um, I would love to sort of get away from these major players and maybe have a look at the people on the bottom this week. Like, let's look at Sam, Nina, and Sean and how they handled the bottom in that first episode, like putting all their trust into Simon, not Haley. But I do, I mean, I really like Sam. I sort of feel for him and, um, you know, but he was really graceful when he got voted out and it was, yeah, it was sad to watch for me. Yeah, so we see Nina about to get up and play her idol and Sam says, play it for yourself, play it for yourself. In Haley's Haley's plan, Sam's the target. In Simon's plan, Nina's the target. They know they got the four votes. Sean was the one that fucked this up, correct? I mean, you say that, but look, at the end of the day, the man's standing in front of the tribe. He knows that they're on the bottom. Like, it's two out of three you can cover. 
Who said, like, honestly, how could you give it to Sam at that stage? I, I don't regret so, um, Sean at all. Yeah, like, he got it wrong, but he stays another day in the game. He's lives to fight again, and fine. We see him get voted out, what, two troubles later, but it would be so hard for him to give up the idol that, at that time, and I, I can't blame him for it. Yeah. I no, agree. I, I think a case of beer is probably a little bit light, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree. Find your own idol, oh, I, I, I promote... I... A promotional party. A promotional party. It was party. His clue. It was. It was. It was Sam's clue. Clue the bloody. Um... <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, it would help if you watched an episode of Survivor in His Life, as we're told by George. <laughs> um, but anyway, okay. So still on these three at the bottom, they go looking for idols. Now, as you said, there's a lot of downtime. Okay, if you're on the bottom, you pump the idol. Like, if you think you have nothing left, you pump the idol, and these guys did, mm. okay? It's always smart to do, even if um, you do have a plan just to look like you're scared still. What do you want them to do? Um, pump or, the idol? Or, pump looking for the idol. What is pump? Yeah. Is or that? make them... <laughs> Push or through. Make pump. Them... Get it. Yeah. <laughs> Go get, get that them. idol. Get Push that idol, it. mate. <laughs> or at least make them suspect that you might have found one. I mean, yeah. Here's a thought. Yeah, depe- depending on what you're trying to convey. Yeah. He, so we spoke about yeah. this um, the other week with uh, who was it? I can't remember. I said I said they should walk in with the idol around their neck, and if if Nina and Sean do that, surely some some chaos reigns, and they probably get the right person, the two out of three, wouldn't they? If you're wearing them, you sort of know you're going to be safe. Maybe it's a lot riskier to split. I don't know. Yeah, I actually, I actually don't mind that in this play because two out of three idols, like the whole, the whole majority, would have to risk the bottom. Yeah, literally choosing who goes home. I actually really like that plan in this circumstance. If yeah. you're going to play them anyway, why not fucking do that? Exactly. And just say what? we don't know who we're going to play it on. We don't know who we're going to play it on. Yes, George could still possibly read that they're going to play it for themselves, but why not threaten? We didn't see any strategic chat at Tribal for these three episodes, did we? Not sure why that died. Sorry? You know, like say when they're at Tribal Council and there was no, you know, um, discussions. It was like even when Nina said, you know, the vote's not you, um, but I can't tell you who I'm voting for, that was... Oh, no live Tribal? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's well, it's it's a lot smaller group, um, and the vigilantes they can't have that, and there probably is just remember well, these tribal these tribals that. these tribals probably go for four hours, so we're only getting mm. the good bits. Yeah, I've actually I've got some notes on the tribal this week, and they're all pretty pretty tame. And the only one that is sort of pops up is Simon sort of outs um, Matt, Jerry, and George as like the main three once Johnny had gone which I thought was a bold sort of thing to say, but I guess Simon's in a spot where he can say what he wants and it's not going to make a difference. <laughs> yeah. Well, talking about He's Simon saying what he wants, when he did his his voting confessional and he said, scurry back to Bankstown, they're missing their village idiot. <laughs> I thought that was great. That was fantastic. <laughs> man, he's, he's, he's a gifted man with coming up with these lines. <laughs> he's definitely entertaining. That's one thing we can give Simon is he's entertaining. Yeah, he tries his best. And yeah, when he when he um when George says, Oh, well, if you're not planning for the final three, you should just go to the jury now and he stands up and starts walking over. And nobody laughed. And I'm like, Good one, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, well while we're, while we're there, um we might as well talk about Simon. 
But two to talk about, Simon. We need to discuss why Haley isn't including him in her plans. Because if she could, this week would have been a lot different. Simon's a, a, just a tool that we use at this stage. Like, he pretty much votes wherever he's asked. And, like, despite it being wrong all the time, because plans get changed around him, I guess that's someone you can sort of use going forward. Um, if I'm honest, I, I honestly, I can see Simon in the final three and being the zero-vote finalist. That's the edit he's getting. He's getting the dodo edit, the idiot edit. The, the, he's always left out of every plan. And it would not surprise me one bit if he makes it to the end and uh, gets nothing. Hmm. I'd love I to see Simon. Yes, yeah, same thing. But um, now that he's won the Ute, um, that yeah, he, he pretty much is a zero vote at the end. Otherwise, he could do the underdog and you know go down that avenue if he was smart enough. But um, yeah, I don't think it's a respect for any votes. To be honest, I just don't. I think everyone knows he's played like a bad game, despite like how likable I like he's on TV, and no one really seems to be bonding with him, and he sort of seems to be alone a lot, left out of conversations and. Like, everyone was chatting, and he's back at the camp doing the fire. He's like, well, I'm in no conversation again. So I just I just don't think, even if he gets there with any sort of story, I, I, I don't, I, I think everyone beats him at this stage. Oh, I, um, I'm definitely struggling to see a way that he wins. Um, like, even a big move, like, say he somehow orchestrates George's removal, it's still a huge uphill battle for him because he has played such a bad game. Uh, and it would be his third or fourth attempt at doing that. So it's not like it's his first strike. Yeah, well, he's, he's, get George. Yeah, he still gets his man. So it, there's definitely bonus points there. I just don't know if there are enough bonus points because it's been, I guess, so wrong. And we do, like we can blame a lot of this on the cookie idol, putting him in this position in the first place. Um, his ego is definitely part of it. But... Like, let's talk a little bit about Simon's plan, like the Matt plan, get Matt out. Now, I did want to say, I actually think Haley was the only person that could get this going. Okay? Simon obviously cannot get anything going. He, he shouldn't. But I wanted to know if your guys' views, if Haley was the one to think this up or the one to get this kicked off, and Simon didn't open his mouth at the start, or if Simon told Haley, and then Haley did all the work. Um, I believe she's the only person that can pull this off because she knows where everyone is. Okay, she knows where everyone stands. She knows that Liz has just lost Shawnee. She knows that Simon has nobody. Nina has nobody. Sean has nobody. They will latch onto anything. This is like the perfect vote to get Matt out. But do you think a reason she doesn't do this is because she has to show herself? She has to show her face. Yeah, like, I, I probably disagree with you. I don't think she has the capital with Sean and Nina like she used to. Uh, I really think Nina was almost actively against her sort of thing. So, yeah, I think she could get Liz and Simon for sure, and I guess probably Sean. But I, so, so she can get four. But I don't think she can get more than four, and in an eight-person vote, um, the best she could do is probably tie. I can't see Nina jumping on board. All right, what if Sean was the one that went to Nina? Anyway, I'll, let's we're getting too far into that. Yeah, yeah. I actually thought <laughs> the plan was it? happening, but um, yeah, like they had me convinced. I'm like, oh, Matt might be going home here, but uh, yeah, I guess yeah, because it was Simon, yeah, he couldn't organise a route in a brothel, so that's Simon. <laughs> and and why why did they target Matt at that point and not George? If they had the numbers. 
at that point, I think I, mean, I was just screaming at the TV. But, yes, um, yes. Yeah, I thought it was quite frustrating. You know, there's been so many times that, you know, and he, he probably can't believe his luck either. Um, but he just keeps getting through. I, I, I actually disagree. I think Matt is a good target. Um, George has shown that, like, he'll, like, with the idle plays with the Shawnee and with the Shiz, well, the Spice Girls alliance, that if there, say, was an idol on that side, um, that he will throw it around. Matt's like the guy, like Jerry's his right-hand man. I feel like Matt's the guy that he's got the least chance of playing an idol on if he was to. And like you've got to think of the idol play. You go straight for George. Like I actually think if Haley wanted to flip this right there and then, she could have done it in front of everyone. She could have literally, in a whole group, you want George gone, you want George gone? Okay, let's go and discuss who we're sending home tonight. She's completely like showing her cards, which so she was never going to do this. No. But and then you're sort of looking for the idle play, like the the revenge because it's three against five and you can't split the votes. So going for Matt would have been the perfect target. But Haley's smarter than this. She's not going to throw her game out like that. There's no chance she's going to risk her game yet because she still believes she has such a big target. She still believes that as a winner, she cannot be loud in this game. And I'm trying to work out if that's to her detriment because I genuinely believe that's why Nina didn't trust her because she didn't have enough time to convey exactly what the plan was. She didn't have enough time to mention to Nina, um, Simon's been given a fake vote. Like, I reckon what we saw on TV was all of the conversation that we got from Haley and Nina. I believe um, the Achilles heel for these two big players, George and Haley. Haley's Achilles heel is that she's a winner and she doesn't want to scream. She doesn't want to show her hand. She doesn't want to make the big moves in public. She wants to make everything subtle. And it's the reason she hasn't really, until this Sean vote, had anything really go away. George, on the other hand, his Achilles heel is Haley. He's blinded. Yeah, he's seriously not seeing her for the player that she is. I think he's just he sees her as a loyal friend. And like we said before, like they're friends on the outside and he probably thinks like she's the only one he can trust fully because they play together, they've had so much life experience together. But she is really, like I said, starting to undermine him and, and they're going they're going at it, these two for sure. And and neither can live while the other survives for going Harry Potter. <laughs> Hayley's got him like she's she's worked him out big time as far as just stroking his ego so you know why wouldn't you want to keep him keep her, him around you know when um you know he just thinks he's in the right position and that you know he she believes in him yeah like he's got just such a good read on the game he's got a good read on Simon He's picking up Sean and Nina and stuff like that. Obviously, he's failed with the Nina thing here. Um, but then he's picked up the Shawnee and Liz and how close they were compared to him. But with Haley, he just can't see it. And I like what you said there, Mac, about their friends outside the game. Is it? Does he think that he's saving her? He's her knight in shining armor, taking her to the end? 
Well, that, that's what he's done. He's sort of he's scooped her up from like the heroes which are falling apart, and he's, he's like, "Come with me, Haley, and we can run this game together." And I genuinely think he wants to sit at the end with Haley just to beat her. Um, I don't think it's his smartest move, but I, 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 he probably would beat her, and he wants that redemption. But I, I think carrying her too long, she's the type of person that can flip the game on you. Like she is a, very smart, and honestly, the, this week we've been shown like she's smarter than George. I think like she's she's seeing stuff that he's not, and um, sort of letting him just do what he wants until it doesn't work for her. Yeah, I think that if those two are sitting together at the final at the final trouble, I think George has missed his mark with the jury management. Did you see the look that Flick gave him when he gave that little sly wink? Um, I think yeah, I think Haley would win if it reckon? was the two of them at the end. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I. Don't completely agree just yet. We've still got a lot of gameplay to go. Um, in my mind, now I understand you don't believe this, um, Mac, after our conversation with Eli last week, but in my mind, George's first and biggest mistake in this game, he's made a few little ones, like talking to Sean probably when he shouldn't have, but from the sounds of things, he's kept the conversation open with Sean because he wants Sean in the future. But his biggest mistake was letting Haley convince him to split the vote between Sean and Simon. Yeah, but it wasn't a bad plan. Like it made logical sense, and that was the that was the crux of it. Like Haley's a very logical player, and you can see that the way she talks to George is also that way. And and when you say let's split the vote because we have numbers, well, it makes sense. Like you, you cover all bases. So it, when when Simon's saying I want to be on the majority split. It's different to when Haley's saying we should split the vote because I guess he trusts her a lot more and she has the brain for it. I guess. Yeah. Like he. he no, no definitely. Definitely. Um, I do want to go back to last week's conversation with you, Mac and Eli, and how you guys said it was a bad move to have Matt. Now I explained very clearly, point for point, it wasn't a bad move at that stage. And this week I've gone through the points, and it's not a bad move either. So yeah, yeah. suck it. All right, mate. All right, mate. You, you... <laughs> Is that your first win of the season? <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> um, anyway, okay, let's 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 change the subject here. Okay, we've known for a long time that Shawnee and Liz are closer than Shawnee and George. We've known it since the start. Yeah. Do, we, yeah. do we think voting out Shawnee was a good idea from George? I think I'm on the fence. I'm on the look, fence on that. Look, one. I'm I'm on the fence on that one as well. Really? I think that George George thinks that Matt and Jerry are much more loyal to him than what Shawnee and Liz are. He's in that power position of having four players at his, you know, beck and call. And, you know, Jerry, for example, when, when he approached Jerry about the Shawnee vote and Jerry said, no, it's too soon, one or two votes, too soon. And then he raced off to Haley because he thought, well, no, that didn't that you know, didn't get the answer that I wanted. I'll shop around and I'll find someone else. Um, you know, and then so the decision was made to vote for Shawnee. But then when George goes back to Jerry and says the vote's Shawnee, Jerry's like, well, okay. Um, <laughs> you know, no questions. And then George says, well, you tell Matt. You know, so then that, you know, takes the pressure off George again. Um so, yeah, I think it's the right choice by George to stick with the Matt and Jerry, you know, um, alliance than it is with the Shiz. I, I completely agree with that. Okay, so he knows that he doesn't have an in, and he'll probably work this out between Matt and Jerry soon. 
like you, you'd, you'd assume he'd work out that they're pretty close as well. Um, I, I, I'm more thinking along the lines is, was it better to take Shawnee out of Liz? So we've got a returnee, a th- now three-time player, who has proved herself time and time again that she can get through, get by, get past. Um, and then we've got Liz, who has only played this one season. She has proved she can get by. She can make relationships. She did on Heroes on Villains 2.0. Shawnee might be a little bit more understanding about the move, but at the same time, she can do a lot more damage, I feel. Liz... Liz has done really well. If George genuinely thinks that Liz is in his corner, Liz has done very well acting like she's completely fine with what happened. So I want to give her props for that. But she is going to struggle to do a lot more damage to George in the future than Shawnee would have, I believe. No, Does that answer your question, Mac? Yeah, no, 100%. I think... Um, I think- Shawnee has the like the armory and the, the know how and the, like the experience to to do something. Whereas Liz, like you said, first time player, and she's very good, and she's probably more of the challenge threat. Well, then again, Shawnee's very good too. Um, yeah. Liz does, probably doesn't have the the, the gameplay to do anything. Um, I just think the move on Shawnee was a good move in my opinion, and this this is the reason. So they've, they've got a seven people alliance, the vigilantes. This is including Simon, and they've only got um, what three against them at this stage. Yeah, Simon's in, well, Simon's included in against so them. Sean and Nina are the obvious targets outside the seven. But the thing is, with a seven, that's a lot of people left. So the longer you can keep people outside that seven in the game, as in Sean and Nina, then there's always going to be a target from your alliance and you, they won't turn on you yet. So that he now cuts Shawnee out, which, which sort of makes Liz a bit more of a malleable piece. And um, then now that's down to... Six, you lose Simon, that's down to five. So now instead of being a seven, it's a five, and you've still got um, people to vote out before that. So he's sort of guaranteed himself a longer end game here. So I think it was a good move from George. Oh, I think so. I mean, Liz is really hard to read as far as has she forgiven George or not. Um, so we can only base it on what George is telling everyone is that she has has accepted that. But I think I think it's true because Liz doesn't – seem to have the same connections with everyone. She does with Nina, but uh, I think that's pretty much where it ends. Whereas Shawnee, you know, probably, yeah, would have been... Can um, sway a Simon, can sway a... Yes, yes. Jerry, yeah. can sway yeah. a Haley. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And perhaps not as forgiving to George yeah. as what Liz would have been. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think either of them are going to be forgiving. I just think... It was smart because Shawnee has that arsenal, like Max said. Shawnee has that arsenal. But talking about things that the things that we see, like the editing is amazing. I want to. It just we just continue seeing this like a movie after George overheard that the Shiz Alliance was more important than the Spice Girls. We hear that voiceover from George, like that Morgan Freeman voiceover. When did the Spice Girls become? the shiz <laughs> and then we oh, see the music and down yeah, the beach with george the, yeah. tormented oh, and oh, just brilliant. walking up and down the beach at night yeah, and they're just stuff. and they're giving it to jerry oh, they've let me go man they're gone i've lost them oh <laughs> uh, yeah the editing has been incredible like you know to think only the season ago 
um, with blood versus water where, you know, we heard the same thing over and over and this time it's just like, what's going to happen next? You know, it's just, it's intense the whole time. I'm not looking at my watch to see what, you know, how much is left of an episode ever. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. The huge difference in this season is they're not doing the repeating confessionals. I know George can be a bit like, he sort of says similar things, but they're generally about different, different topics. Um, he just says them in a, the same sort of way. And I love like, yeah, like you could see he was going a little bit crazy. He had that neck twitch and he's got that, that violin, like a horror movie. <laughs> it's just great. It's great TV. It's good. It's good. Good, good week. Well, I yeah, this... it's not rating higher than maths. I mean, seriously, what <laughs> is going on with people? The world likes fuck up, fucked upness. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of it in Survivor. They don't need to watch bloody <laughs> actors. Yeah. Anyway, um, look, I, I wanted to just mention with your point, Mac, we're down to the final seven now. Okay. This is where we're worried about the repeating, um, the repeating confessionals and stuff like that. So this next week, will make or break this season. I genuinely believe we've got a non-elimination. We've only got seven players in the game that they can jump to. Are they going to push too much um, George onto us? Are they going to push too much Haley? If do they fuck up the non-elim, this next this next episode, this next podcast, I will tell you if this is the best episode of all time or not. <laughs> yeah. How could they possibly push more George onto us? He has a thousand already. It must be a record. Like, no one has seen this. No, no, it's still not a record. David's still kicking his ass. Really? It must be Yeah, good. from All Stars. No, it's, it's definitely getting up there. It's definitely getting up there. I think he's just hit over 100 this week. That's insane. That's yeah. Anyway, okay, I want to I want to get off this point completely. All right, so let's talk about Nina. Okay, she's the last remaining ex-hero from that alliance. Okay, her mum's philosophy: anyone but me. Do we feel like she has followed this this season? Oh, she's followed it to a T. She's she's not really doing. She's playing a very Sandra game by not doing much, trying to lay low. Maybe because we're not seeing that much of her, she's even lower. Um, and she's sort of going along with sort of any plan that comes up without making waves. So, yeah, it's very Sandra-esque. One thing that's not very Sandra-esque is she won the challenge. <laughs> and why she let her mum know about it? That's gold. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. that is pretty cool. Um, so Nina's 24 at this moment. Sandra, when she first played, was 29. Now... I'm going to say, is her preparing for this her whole life the reason she's so physically fit? I wouldn't have thought so. Like, some people are just fitter than their parents. Um, to be fair, Sandra, a lot of Sandra's seasons were, you know, if she was 29 at Pearl Islands, that would have made her, what, 12, six years later? Okay, so 35 at Heroes Villains. Yeah, and then 40 at Game Changers. Like, you know, she, and, 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 you know, Rupert's there at Pearl Islands, Burton's there. She has some tough people to go up against. It's not like the easiest cast. No, I don't think Sandra's never played on her on her physical strength. I mean, she's been known to sit out, you know, nearly every challenge. So, you know, that's never never her gameplay. Whereas Nina, I think, I think she actually enjoys the challenges. She sort of, um, I think, for the squat challenge, she walked in and and they said something about torch chamber or something. So, you know, she's. Um, but I think, yeah, having that win is just that nice bucket list item for her that her mum doesn't have. Yeah. And while we're, while we're on the talking about challenges thing, um, Simon winning the car. 
Uh, I'm so happy for him. Like, I don't know if he's, I don't think he's going to get much out of this season. So, like, being a tradie, being a apprentice carpenter, like yourself, Mac. I'm um, not an apprentice. Not an apprentice. Not an apprentice. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's come out, I think he's come out on Twitter, and this is 18 months' pay that this car's worth for him. Yeah, right. So, like, that is a huge thing. And as we know, we don't get paid a lot on Australian Survivor. Uh, does he know that the car curse has been broken last season on yeah. South South African yeah. season? Clearly, clearly not. Maybe maybe he's just um, trying to say that to everyone so that they, yeah. Oh, no, that was his confessional, I think, wasn't it, that he said that? Perhaps. No, no. Yeah, so I, I looked it up. I looked it up, right? Um, so they went out to film this season, uh, 9th of August, and the finale of SA... So he wouldn't have known Dino one until then. It was a uh, bit of so he doesn't know Dino okay. one at this stage. So he's still oh. thinking he's the man to break the curse if he wins. But you know, it's a typical Simon. Step it's at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was so happy for him though. Winning that was that was gold. I mean, he clearly, you know, he was emotional and and it meant a lot to him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would have liked to see Matt win it as well, but it was yeah, it was a tough challenge. They yeah, it was well deserving. No, it definitely was. But do we think this is uh, part of the reason why he maybe fucked up his choices a little bit in bringing Matt along? <laughs> uh, how was he when Haley actually said, you know, what were the reasons for bringing us along? Thinking it might have been some sort of strat- strategy talk that he wanted to do or, you know, he had an idea to pitch, but no, he just he just wanted to bring some people that he liked or something. What, what did he say? Yeah. Something a bit random? Yeah, he said a bit random about Matt. He said, uh, oh, someone I haven't spent a lot of time with. Chances are you're probably not going to, mate. He's in George's <laughs> corner. There's a reason for that. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I personally think Liz was the correct move here. Yeah, 100%. Liz was the obvious one. She just lost Shawnee. She's probably looking for a home. You can probably maybe get her in with you a little bit. I thought Haley was a good choice because Haley's sort of, at the moment, a lot of, a very middleman sort of jumping around. Mm. And I didn't hate and, Nina. And Nina? Her. No, yeah. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it because if you get Nina and Matt, if if you get one of them to join you, they're sort of both got a partner in Jerry and Sean. So you sort of you sort of he's sort of spreading his you know hands in all the pies, hoping some something sticks to it. That's the worst analogy you ever hear. But um, he's sort of he, he's opening his <laughs> options up. If he can get one of these people plus a Haley, um, he might get two or three extra. You know, so I don't think it was a horrible choice. Who's a good choice? Yeah, I- Who's a good choice? Tell me. I, I genuinely think I think the move was Nina, Liz, and Haley. I think that would have been the perfect way. <laughs> anyway, okay. Anyway, a few days prior, George tells Haley about the sixty grand win. Uh, now Haley tells these three, "Is this the right time to bring this up with Matt in the room?" Oh, it's an interesting one, isn't it? I can see George why he's told Haley. Clearly, it's a test, you know, and to see whether Haley, you know, if that leaks out, then he knows where that leak is because uh, he can presume that Liz is not going to tell anyone. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't think they were the right people to tell. I mean, Haley had that information. Um, she probably could have been a bit more selective and maybe she was just looking for an opportunity with that reward challenge to you know, build some bonds with the four of them, which Simon may have missed that opportunity and she was trying to promote it. But, um, yeah, I think it might come back and bite her 
Yeah, I guess uh, uh, maybe she can sort of play it off as like you know Liz might have told him, so it's it's not the worst thing letting everyone know because it sort of gives him a bit of ammo against George at some stage maybe. Yeah, I'm just not sure if Matt was the right person. <laughs> anyway. Oh, um, it, it also it also might put Matt against George. Like, oh, George didn't tell me that, and we're supposed to be like yeah. this close alliance. So, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a bit of that to it. Like, if 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 your best mate doesn't tell you something, you, you're probably a bit more wary about him, and maybe you might be more inclined to vote him out if you need to. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. What did we think about George's deal with Simon? Vote Sean, and I'll save you at the tribal next time. Right. Uh, and, and then, then yeah, because um, it didn't go to plan, then that deal is off. I think any deals made on Survivor are never um, secure. So, you know, if you can, if you think that making a deal is legit and it's it's going to carry forward, then you're blind, I think. Yeah, but George has, George has been seen as this man who, who makes a deal and honours them generally. So I, I guess for Simon, yeah, like if that's – at the end of the day, like Sean or, or Nina was no, didn't matter to Simon who it was. So if the deal's yeah, I'll vote who you want, and I get to stay for like for the next vote as well. It's a deal you definitely take. Do you think this could hurt George's jury chances going back on this? Well, Simon's still in the game, so I guess you know, for all Simon knows, George is the one who didn't vote. Like the plan was sorry for all for all Simon knows, uh, the plan was always Sean to go home. So he would he, yeah. he wouldn't know. Uh, well, let's 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 talk about George's jury chances if he gets to the end. Like we've seen Russell play it's a very dominant game in the original Heroes versus Villains. Could George follow this legacy and be a zero vote finalist for how he's treated people and how bombastic and bold his gameplay is? I think a lot rides with George if he makes it to final tribal and. You know, he's pitched because he was clearly off the mark uh, sitting next to Haley last time that, you know, just his, his attitude, um, he needs to be a bit more humble perhaps and, you know, claim, claim the meal, the moves definitely, like they are his to be claimed. That's There's no doubt about that. But just maybe his, um, the way that he delivers it. I mean, you can see him in conversations around camp that he is quite forceful. So, you know, he's got to be really careful about how he delivers uh, any pitches towards the end. Yeah, that, that cockiness is, is really is really overt, especially at tribal councils. just the way he talks to everyone. And when you're in a power, like a position of dominance, you really can't afford to be doing that. Um, I think if he gets there, it might cost him a few votes, but everyone said they're voting for George already. Like, we're seeing a lot of that, which leads me to believe, like, if he does get there, he probably does win. So it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It could, it could be better. Like even wearing Shawnee's clothes like in front oh, of Liz yeah. after you just vote her out. I don't think that's the best move. Like, it's never yeah. No, she, she seemed to take that okay, which I found very surprising. When I saw her, I went, oh, you can't do that. But, yeah, Liz was laughing. I think she was just sort of trying to play the game well. Shocked. Like a good, a good player <laughs> yeah. would not get outraged at that. So she did well to hold her tongue. Yeah. Exactly. Look, I I think George isn't going to follow in Russell's legacy. I don't see him as a zero vote finalist at all. He has too many decent friends on the jury mm-hmm. that would be proud to see him go to the end, whether they get voted out or not. I do think this is obviously what we're 13, 14 years on. 
from the original Heroes versus Villains. A lot of Survivor has been shown. We have half returnees, half newbies. Mm. Um, not to mention, this is Australia versus American Survivor. George is being known for this. This bombastic. This is how he plays. And you got to give your hat off to him. He's made, as people have called, the biggest move ever in Survivor with the um, Fraser vote out. He's made these big moves. People like Haley are definitely going to award that. Oh, for sure. And uh, yep. like, he's played with Flick. He's played with Haley before. Like they know him on the outside. Played with Simon before. Um, whereas when Russell played, he was the only one from his season, and they hadn't even watched his season before. So I think I don't want to talk too much about that season of US Survivor. But at the time, a lot of people trusted him when they probably shouldn't have because they'd never seen him before. They didn't know what he was. Whereas George is, is very, you know, different because we, we've seen his game and he's very obvious about things. So I think there's is, is, is a huge disparity between the two. As much as they play a similar dominant game, they're not the same player. Okay. Um, talking about Liz and um, how she responded to George in those clothes, we see Liz by herself. She misses Shawnee. She wants revenge. She's biding a time and kissing his ass. Do we think Liz has the qualities to get over this and get to the end for the win? I think so. I think Liz is really strong mentally um, and that she can probably compartmentalise her feelings and just put them to the side and deal with them later. Like it might be part of her sort of Olympic background. You know, I'm sure like with pole vaulting, if you do a bad jump, you just got to lock that behind you and move on and not think about it. Um, so I think she's got sort of probably some processes that she goes through in her own mind to be able to just, yeah, just not take it personally and realise that it is a game and just, yeah, it seems that she's been able to cop that and just, you know, see what other opportunities are out there. Yeah, I tend yeah. to agree with the Olympic part, like having that um, mental toughness and stuff to get through adversity. But also, like, she spent, what, 30-something days with Shawnee, and it, it seems like she taught her a lot. Like, we've seen Liz, like, progressively throughout the season just get better and better at sort of everything. And when she was um, tribe-swapped over, she got, you know, from this from this position of no power, she'd end up having this little alliance and everything. So I think Liz is a lot better than we give her credit for, and I guess everyone gives her credit for, because she, she was at some stage just like Shawnee's mate, and now she's you know, a full-fledged Survivor player sort of doing stuff. So she's come a long way. She's improved a lot this season, I think. Uh, I want to swing something by you guys. Now, in our opinions, and in probably anyone's opinion, George is the biggest chance to win the game if he gets to the end. There is no one at the moment that has the moves or the resume to beat George at the end. Even Haley, who is doing these subtle moves, I don't believe at this moment without a few big moves under her belt, is going to be able to beat George at the end. Liz, however, I'm looking at the names that would be on the jury, and I'm seeing a few names in her corner. We heard in Shawnee's exit interview, uh, exit little video, I hope I've given Liz the tools to win this game. And Shawnee will be just pitching the whole time for Liz too. Exactly. yeah, that's it's part of jury management. You got to remember who you, who you're putting on there, and I don't think Shawnee would shy away from it either. She would, yeah, push fully as hard. Could Shawnee 
could Shorty's vote out be the best thing that ever happened for Liz? Yeah, definitely. Well, it gives Liz poor, a chance poor to Shani. sort of... It'll give Liz a chance to sort of spread her wings without Shawnee. And whereas people might have seen him as like, okay, Liz is Shawnee's um, puppet. Now that she's got like, what, eight... What are we at? Final seven. Liz has enough time left to sort of make her own game outside of Shawnee, as well as have Shawnee on the jury advocating for her. Shawnee's probably telling everyone all the moves they did together and maybe giving Liz some more credit for it than she's probably due. Um, so, yeah, it's a great thing... If she can get there. Is she going to get there? I'm not so sure. But, yeah, I think you make a good argument to say that she, she could definitely get quite a few votes if she makes it. Yeah. I think as a newbie player, she has the best chance of winning. Unless it's a Matt Jerry final two. Yeah, that's where I'm, I'm mm. heading towards those two, like from what I've seen. It, in my head, like that conversation we saw the other week with them two talking about final two, I can't get out of my head. I'm thinking it's Matt and Jerry. <laughs> well, let's let's not get our predictions out just yet. Let's um, start talking about the week to come, and then we can talk about predictions for the end. Right. Okay. All right. So it's been suggested very heavily this is going to be a final two. Okay. There's talk about bringing people to the final three to get you into the final two. So final two with a nine-person jury. That means we've got one more non-alim. Okay. If for some reason we need a final three, we're going to need two more non-alims which we very much hope isn't a thing. This, I don't want to discuss our views on non-alims because everyone knows we prefer not having them, but they are a part of Australian Survivor. So we just ride the wave. We take them as they come. We criticize them. We give them positives. As we've already talked about, the non-alims have been pretty good this this season. Like the mutiny is a fun one. The Jerry going to the other tribes, a pretty common one to happen at the start of the game. The ones that we've seen sort of at this end game era is that jury eviction, that dead man walking, AK going to fire against Moana, the smashing the, what was it, the capsule or something for the safe scroll that Flick got. The urns. The urns, the smashing of the urns. Are there any of these that you'd like to see again as the one elimination this week coming? If you have to pick one from that uh, bunch, it's it's got to be the juror removal because at least it adds some sort of strategic value to the game. Um, the worst one was last season, Blood vs. Water, where they, they sent what, four people out for a challenge and that have three, and three came back. And so, are you kidding me? We wasted like, what, four episodes on this rubbish? It was horrible. Um, so hopefully not that. I doubt it will be. Hopefully it's just the one thing. Uh, not, it's never good, but yeah, like you said, it's a part of the game. I don't want to choose any. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, I was hoping, I was hoping that, um, you know, they could tie it in so that there was actually something exciting that happened during the episode if there wasn't going to be a, an elimination, but to have um, loved ones visit, I do love that. Um, you know, I'm a mum at heart and um, a bit, bit soppy. But uh, I saw on 10 Play that they actually, they all got letters uh, after the Sam vote. Um, they didn't show it during any of the episodes, which was unusual. Um, and I think that's just because I've got so much content that they just don't even have time for that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I don't like non-elimination, sorry. Yeah. Look, look, um, yeah, as, as I said, we're not trying to sort of, like, we have to have these non-limbs. To get the episodes out, the amount of contestants, 
Um, Shannon Gus has talked about just two extra contestants and then all of a sudden you don't have non-eliminations. It's a good theory. Will Channel 10 have it listen? Probably not. But look, I just I just wanted to say I'm not a, the most hated against AK's fire. I love the jury eviction, but I don't see them doing it this season because they have the nine jury members to two final tribal uh, final tribal players. So yeah, I, I don't know. We'll, we don't like it, but we live with it. And hopefully, whatever they do, they've done pretty well this season. Let's hope that they keep it up. Can't they just make like a two-part episode with like a cliffhanger in the middle or something, like and not go to tribal at all that episode? I don't know. Make it. Something exciting. I don't know. I can't think of anything right now, but a twist where, yeah, we're left on the edge of our seat. What are they going to do next episode? Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I don't know. Or a two-part immunity, sort of immunity challenge sort of thing. Like you guys have to win this challenge at the end of the episode to get into the next challenge. I don't know, something yeah. like that. Or just have two immunity challenges, one at the end of the episode and then say, oh, yeah, we're having another one and two people are immune. Like... Yeah, yeah, I, I actually awesome. don't mind that. For the final seven, that's not the worst thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Unless you don't win immunity, then it's only five <laughs> of you. <laughs> anyway, okay, well, let's get into our predictions for the end game. What, oh, what, were, you, what were you thinking, Matt? Okay. Final three, Matt, Jerry, George, they, they dominate. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're in a dominant position. They, they hold the power... Of, a, of a, the tightest three in the game, and um, they're going to ride that right to the end. Uh, what are you thinking, Shelley? I don't like doing this because um, of hindsight down the track, but um, I th- I'm thinking Liz and Nina. I just think that they're both um, at a bit of a loose end and they're v- very aware of things. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, that's a bit of a gut feel. don't know. I, reading from an edgic perspective, George Haley, at the end, Never. George wins. Never. Mate, they've been promoting it all season. I couldn't they continue. They continue this now. They're promoting it for next week. And it would be awesome. I'd love it. Love it to see it. Okay. Uh, the, the truth is, yeah, like that's what, that's what I'm sort of seeing like they've got the, they've obviously all got the, um, the confessional counts, etc. We've got the promotional shit. In all honesty, I see Liz probably getting there at the moment. Uh, she doesn't have the highest confessional count, but they've all been meaningful, and she has a lot of in-game uh, videos and a lot of in-game conversations. Mm. We see, we know who she hates, who she likes. We see a lot of it from her perspective. I that's sort of what I'm thinking at the moment. Anyway, let's move on to about the players that are gone. Sam. I don't think I'd ever think that I'd enjoy Sam Webb, but I was a little bit saddened when he left. Yeah, I thought Sam had a good season considering his first time out. If we're going to base it off that, it was it was much better, much improved. He changed his... Well, here's the thing, right? He was all mateship, mateship until he started getting votes. So it took him to get votes to start doing something. Maybe it was too late by that stage. Um, 
yeah, he wasn't he wasn't horrible, but at the same time, I didn't love him either. Um, like it was it was good. He did he did, he did stuff. So yeah, he was fine. He was fine. I think yeah, I, he grew, he grew as a player. Um, you know, from his last season, season, but also within this season. So, um, yeah, I, I was disappointed to see him go because, you know, I mean, those, you know, puppy dog eyes when he was saying play the idol for me, that was, yeah, that was sort of heartbreaking stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah look, as a, as a player, he's still <laughs> creeping off the bottom. <laughs> he, he doesn't have the best. He, he had a pretty good read at, the, at his final tribal, but um, he does. He just, yeah, he just doesn't have what it takes to play, especially this new age. He might have had it back in season one. He doesn't have it now. Um, as a character, he grew on me. I didn't hate him at the end of it. That's a hot take. <laughs> I did not hate Sam Webb. I have probably done three or four little vance on this uh, little rants on this guy, and I did not. I hate him as a character by the end of it. I wish we could Memorable. go back in time to yourself a month ago and you would just be like, who's this dickhead on the My Podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, memorable moments. Do we have a memorable moment for him? Mine Ooh. would just be at, yeah, at that final tribal when he was just, you know, begging. Yeah, play for me. Play for me. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to watch. Okay, um, and will he return? No, hell no. no. Fuck no. No, he won't. He's done. We've got a. We've got all we could have gotten out of Samwet. A simple no would suffice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you really feel? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right, Shawnee, rank as a player. Come on, let's 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 keep going. Shawnee is the best. I love Shawnee. She is a fantastic survivor player. She's a fantastic survivor character. She has everything you want in TV. She's just gold. Her little confessionals, her quips, she's just fun, you know. She gives you off a good energy. She finds her best friend in every season she's had. How can you not love Shawnee? Like, she has everything. Totally, totally. How was my favourite memory um, moment for Shawnee was when she got voted out and she said, oh, boo. Like so cute. She's just she's adorable. Yeah. Uh, look, there's there's too many moments with Shawnee to sort of narrow it down. She was a fantastic character. She's a fantastic player. I think she's grown over her seasons, and almost to a detriment this season because of how good she is. Yeah. Her her power couple that she always get in gets into. I think she might need to come up with a new tactic because she's proven now three times it does not work. But her gameplay's gotten better and better each season. This season was especially good. She really had a huge target on her at the start of the game and it was almost unheard of after the first week. So I'm I was very I was very thankful to see her on my TV again. Mm. Absolutely, but from what I've been hearing, she is in consideration to be the Bachelorette, so we might be seeing her again. Um, excuse me, Channel 10. <laughs> I'd love to be the Bachelor. <laughs> I'll be one of the Bachelor. I don't know. I've never watched this. It's What are they called? All the Bachelors? Bachelorette. Yeah, you know, but if she's a Bachelorette, who are all the dudes that come to hit on yeah, her? They're the contestants. 
Hey, the contestants. Hey, Channel 10. How you doing? Huh? <laughs> oh, you want to go on? Uh, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, she's my age. Oh, I got a go. chance. Oh, I'll give her a go. Apply for it. With that big moustache, how could she say no? Exactly. I look right out of a 70s porno. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, will she return? Look, she, yeah, I would. I definitely would not leave her out. I would. Would she come back? Her. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would say um, when they do like the next huge like all star style season, I would imagine Shawnee would be on it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sean rank as a player. Um, sorry, mate. Uh, the jury's out, and you are not very good at this game, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit harsh. Um, oh, it's yeah. not. Look, I see. I sort of see him as a little bit, almost nowhere near as bad as Simon. But it just feels like he made the wrong turn every time. He's definitely tries. There's a basis there. There's a strategic thinking. There's a tr- strategic mind. He just doesn't go down the right avenue. He's quite calculated. I think, you know, he's done a lot of homework and, but, you know, in the game, I think, yeah, it it doesn't matter how much study you do and preparation, it's really about adapting and making decisions on the fly. And he probably wasn't the strongest at that. Um, so I think, yeah, he's, he's not a bad player, but probably, you know, um, he might look back and second guess himself on a few things. I think what really lets him down is he's really good in confessionals about describing his game and, and talking about the moves and what what should be done. But I guess putting it into practice is not... There's a, there's a, there's a disconnect between the confessionals and what he actually does, I think. So it makes him um, appear to be this really good player, but he just doesn't do maybe enough. Uh, I thought he probably took a step backwards this season from his original season. Um both strategically and in the challenges. Like, he was like the horse. He was the man who was winning winning everything. He was this dominant player. And whilst we saw that a a little bit in the tribal challenges, uh, once it got to an individual, he really struggled. And the horse is now off to the Mortadella factory. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. um, Look, he, as a character, he was awesome. I, I love Sean. I think he... It, like, how can you not love that man? Like, he is, he's a hunk of a man. Um, he just, he pops on camera. I think it's almost his social game or possibly overthinking that's yeah. his downfall. Um, just o- almost overdoes it for himself. I, I loved how he was able to keep that idol for so long, but then it just got wasted. Okay. Anyway, any memorable moments from Sean? Uh, probably at the squat challenge when I thought he literally died. <laughs> I think he was pretty upset about it, yeah. Uh, died from heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> he, knew his, he knew his time was up, I guess. Yeah. Or he very much assumes. So. Oh, look, I, I think the memorable moment is uh, keeping an idol secret for 22 days, uh, possibly giving the cookie idol over to Flick is um, another sort of moment that goes with his struggle in this game. Um, and will he return? I feel like we've gotten everything out of Sean we're going to get, in my mind. What are your thoughts? 
Yeah, I, I think he's done. Uh, he's got, well, I think, two kids. He's got a life outside of Survivor, like a pretty... He's, you know, he's, he's got Megan Gale. He's got other stuff on. I don't think he's coming out again. I think his heart would say that he'd want to, but, yeah, yeah. he couldn't. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's move on to Buckle's Buff of the episode. Okay, guys, for episode 16, I have George because he defended a two-idle play. He weeded out Simon. He had great reads on everyone. I liked him. What are your thoughts, Mac? Yeah, hard to disagree. Uh, George gets my buff too. He he saw Simon's all his tells about he, you could he could he saw the the reads of Simon who was on the other side. He was correct. He gave Simon the dummy plan and got Sam out, um, knowing that Sam would, wouldn't get idols over the other two. I guess uh, everything he did was good. Uh, yeah, George gets a buff. All right. What about you, Shelley? Uh, I tossed up George and Haley, and I thought Haley. I mean, the the plan wasn't ex- executed that she wanted it to be with um, the idol being played for Sam, but it was a win-win for Haley. She, you know, flushed some idols, and she wasn't too concerned about, you know, um, where where the votes went. But you know, with the possibility of George going home. Um, but she's and and the fact that she got away with it. Yeah, nice, nice. I I do like Haley in this episode, but yeah, George's plan actually worked out in my mind. <laughs> However, I did give her the player of the episode for episode seventeen. I gave her my buff. I thought she was brilliant. I thought she was George's uh, a bouncing block to uh, have the chat with. And she worked it out, and I really like her move sticking with that and not saying anything. And for the for the one out of the three season, uh, three episodes this week, not trying to blow anything up because she knew it was in her best interest. Sorry, what about you, Shelley? Uh, for episode seventeen, I'm thinking the opposite and thinking George. Um, I just, you know, like you know, Shawnee and Liz were clearly, you know, tight, and he could have just gone straight through to the five uh, with Jerry and Matt and, you know, had options, you know, even at final five. But the fact that he, um, you know, owned his move. So he went to Jerry first. No, that didn't work. So, you know, he went off to Haley to, you know, get some support on that move and the way that he just sort of backed himself and, you know, followed it through right to the end. How about you, Mac? Yeah, the king and queen are cleaning up this week. Uh, Yeah, I've got George as well. (laughs) For all the reasons um, Shelley just just mentioned, and I liked the idea of cutting the vigilantes down a couple, but also keeping a few on the other side to vote out. It gets you that much closer to the end game, and he did a good job at it. So George gets the vote. Yeah. Not done. And now for episode eighteen again, the Queen <laughs> gets a move. Um, she gets a move. She keeps her puppy dog. Um, Simon's right next to her. I don't know what she's going to do with him. It's going to be interesting, but I'm excited to see it. And she got one over on everyone. She she convinced George to go with a split vote instead of just dumping. It's, yeah, it's all good from Haley. How about you, Mac? I concur. It's a huge week for Haley and George. And it, who else could get, get buffs this week? I've gone Haley. Um, she wanted to split the votes on Sean, Simon and Sean to then give herself the the option to do what she wanted. Um, she's in the shadows. 
And she's undermining George. She's smarter than George. She's saying these little lines, especially after the tribal. We spoke about that. Um, she's doing everything right. And it looks like she's pinned it on Nina. So great episode for Haley. Great episode for Haley. How about you, Shelley? And on this International Women's Day, I vote Haley too. So <laughs> everything that you said, like she just, she just, yeah, she had that under control so much. And the fact that, you know, all the blame's headed towards Nina and it was gold when they were walking out from tribal and George is going, I told you, I told you. And, uh, yeah, and Haley's just pumping that ego to say, oh, you're so good, George. You're so good. So yeah, yeah you totally are. to Haley. Yeah. No, awesome. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, George and Haley get all of our buffs for this week <laughs> between the two of them. Um, and that brings us to the tallies. We have Sam. He leaves on one buff which I don't know if I gave, but um, I definitely believed he deserved. Uh, Shawnee, Stevie, uh, Shawnee leaves on one buff. Um, she joins Stevie, also left on one. I mean, oh, no, sorry. Shawnee leaves on two buffs. Stevie also left on two. Nina's still in the game on two. Then on three, we had Ben, he left. We had Sean leaving on four, so he joins Flick on four. Simon and Liz still in the game on four. Haley jumps from two to seven. Ooh. Big week. So yeah, so she's coming in second. Like she could she could pull this off if she gets enough next week. And George jumps from eight to twelve. Wow. And with a very, very big winning tally. <laughs> okay. So that's all we've got to talk about, Survivor. Shelly, it's been a pleasure having you on. Oh, thank you. It's been fun. I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, have you got anything that you'd like to plug? Anything that you're doing at the moment? Uh, no, no, nothing on the cards at this point. But I, um, I, I mean, hear you. Like... I hear you're very much struggling at power ranking, Shelley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've given up um, <laughs> on Australian Survivor. It's hard to come from behind when there's only a few players left, so I've given up there. But season 44 might be the one for me. Um, but. Um, yeah, no, there's heaps of Survivor on at the moment. I'm loving it. I'm loving watching um, uh, Survivor Canberra as well. So get on board if people are not watching that. And, um, yeah, it's great. No, awesome. And, Mac, uh, I believe I see you in a few days. <laughs> yeah, we might have to reschedule that. I'm actually in Brisbane. I'm going up there tomorrow for a wedding, so I've got a long weekend. Uh, don't know when I'm going to watch Survivor 44, but we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Um, so yeah, got a wedding on Thursday, which is great. Two extra days off work. Apart from that, just more Survivor, living the dream. What do you got going on, Buckles? Uh, look, I've got a date with you at some stage this week to talk about season 44. We had our first episode come out, just the two of us. We're going to keep it just the two of us for a little bit. Um, and we're very much enjoying just getting in, getting it smashed out quickly. 40, 45 minutes, not going too long. So we'll have that coming out, hopefully, before the end of the weekend, if we can manage, I'll let you know. Uh, and next week, it's just going to be me and Mac. We're just going to have a good chat. We're going to end the season, just the two of us. The OGs. And, yeah, the OGs. we got two <laughs> huge weeks left of Survivor. And i just love for you all to like and subscribe. Please get onto our Facebook, Survivor Buffs, Blindsides and Banter, our Instagram, Survivor underscore 3BS, and our Twitter, Survivor 3BS. 
We got seven likes on one of our Twitter posts, so that's seven. That's that's crazy, man. That's bloody. Do you know how fucking hard Twitter is? <laughs> no one laughs. My my roommate laughs, but no one else. <laughs> I don't even see it. I don't have Twitter, so hopefully, yeah. hopefully, you're making some good jokes there, Buckles. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. I might have to tell you them Seven one day. Likes tell you that you're doing well. <laughs> We're, we've only got 14 followers, so that's like half of them. So that's pretty good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> it's it's slowly increasing, but ever so slowly. Um, anyway, guys, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Shelley, for coming on. Thanks, Mac, as always. And we'll see you next time. See you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Is this Survivor? What? Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I think this is Survivor. Dude, you must really like Survivor.